Hello, and you're very welcome to another edition of The Others, the Alan Kinsler podcast, where I look at small parties, groups and independents that have contested Irish elections over the years. This week is the turn of the Planning Reform Party and their candidate Noel O'Gara, who contested four seats in the 2007 general election and also contested the 2009 Dublin South by-election. Thanks to everybody who subscribed to the podcast and if you like it, please leave a review or tell your friends, share it on social media and so on. And thanks especially to those who have subscribed to the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash election lit. I might make these. I'm doing a load of comfy exhibitions at the moment, so if you want one, give me a shout. But it also might mean I might go every fortnight with the podcast because I'm just so busy kind of in the evenings getting... Uh, getting things together. Thanks. If you ever found yourself on the 46A or do similar bus going into town, just, you know, Leeson Street splits in two. There's the bank in the middle and on the left side you're going into town. I just, I think it's the spa or something before that, before it kind of reunifies again before Leeson Street Bridge. There's a turn on the left and up that road you'll find Dartmouth Square. It's a nice park area, but in a fairly nice, you know, lovely part of Dublin. And in 2006, we read, McDowell embroiled in bitter row as residents of affluent suburb are locked out of square by author who claims he is the new owner. There may have been an astonishing and gross breach of duty by Dublin City Council in the way it handled the acquisition of Dartmouth Square in Renala, Dublin, Justice Minister Michael McDowell said yesterday. A battle has broken out over access to the leafy Victorian Square in Mr McDowell's constituency. Between Yorkshire Ripper author and Athlone Stone merchant Noel O'Gara and some of Dublin's most affluent families, Mr O'Gara has locked up the park with heavy-duty padlocks and chains on all the gates, alleging he is the new owner of the square. However, Mr McDowell has been contacted by a number of residents of the square who are, he said, naturally enough both shocked and angered by the recent action of an individual in locking the gates of the square. In a letter to the residents, he promised to find out all the relevant facts and to have the matter resolved as soon as possible. However, Mr O'Gara said, we own it now, it's 100% legal, the council's lease expired in 1997 and they never renewed it. Locals are outraged. The public park has been maintained by Dublin City Council since 1987 when the lease was passed on by the Loretto nuns. A week ago the locks appeared. Residents were at first perplexed but by Tuesday Mr O'Gara, also author of a controversial book stating that the police got the wrong man in the Yorkshire Ripper case, had arrived at the park and drove inside, locking the gates behind him. A standoff ensued, with residents parking in front of the gate, blocking his exit. After several hours, Gardaí arrived to calm the situation. Later it appears that residents cut off at least one of Mr O'Gara's locks and replaced it with one of their own. Local resident Anne Cunahan, legal director at the National Treasury Management Agency, said the manner in which locals were locked out was extremely unpleasant. We had no notice of this. It seems outrageous. People all around here use it for their kids to play, for jogging and walking, she said. 
However, Mr. O'Gara, who had his eye on the land after buying up several ground rents in the area in recent years, denied this. I own it now, and in any case, it was never really a public park. They are crying about the children and old people, but all their kids are overprivileged with big gardens. I bought this from Mr. Patrick Darley, who got it from his father, who got it from his father before him, Mr. O'Gara said. I can't go into their gardens, so why should they go into mine? They just want to take their dogs into my land. That's why they are annoyed. They've nowhere to bring their dogs for a crap, Mr. O'Gara said. Residents in the square include well-known senior counsel Ian Finlay, cons conservationist Professor Kevin B. Nolan, solicitors Orla McCarthy and Ivan Durkin, as well as Sheffrey Architects. In the last couple of years, the former Minister for Education, Gemma Hussey, and her husband Derry sold their home on the square, as did the writer and producer behind the Spice Girls, Richard Biff Stannard, and his partner, Sean Doyle. In the meantime, Mr O'Gara said he is in negotiations with Dublin City Council for it to take up a lease again. However, local Labour councillor Mary Freehill said the council has demanded proof from O'Gara that he is the new owner of the land, but he has not yet provided it. The park is not registered with the land registry, but with the older deed system, which can be very hard to try to tie down. Mrs Freehill said the council is determined that the park will be maintained for the public. There is not that much wide open space in Dublin. It does not matter whether pe the people close by are privileged or underprivileged. Anyone can use this park. It's also a sad reflection on the Celtic Tiger that it produces that level of greed that has no regard for people or their quality of life. She added that the council will now have to do a thorough trawl of all the other amenity space and parkland under its control before more land is bought from under its nose. The uh, dispute went on and in by July 2006 the talk of Dublin City Council doing a CPO. Residents of one of the capital's most exclusive suburbs have been accused of wanting taxpayers to fork out for their own private ornamental garden. Developer and businessman Noel O'Gara, who owns an enclosed garden in the centre of Dartmouth Square, Renla, where houses can fetch up to four million euro was objecting to a compulsory purchase order. The order was made by Dublin City Council to buy the land and keep the green as a public amenity. But during heated exchanges at a board planala oral hearing yesterday, Mr O'Gara lashed the council for trying to confiscate and steal my land and take away his constitutional rights as a landowner. He also criticised local householders with front and rear manicured gardens of their own of trying to get the council to maintain and manicure the two-acre site for their private benefit. Mr O'Gara bought the garden last December for an undisclosed sum. He now plans to build an underground car park for 600 cars, a creche, tea rooms and gym on the site. He estimates the site is worth €170 million. Euro. As the sole objector to the CPO, he told the hearing it would be grossly unfair to the general citizens of Dublin who would be deprived of a much-needed infrastructural car park. The hearing was told how the council had acquired the lease on the land from the Loreto Religious Order in 1987 and maintained it as a public park for the next 19 years. High-profile local residents such as Dublin's former Lord Mayor Carmen Carmencita Hederman and Dublin Civic Trust President Kevin B. Nolan made submissions to the hearing in favour of the CPO. 
They claimed the rail garden was used not just by residents of Dartmouth Square, but, but by less well-endowed nearby districts of the city, by people with apartments and no gardens, by people working close by and by tourists. In response to questions from City Council Barrister Michael Coonahan as to whether the developer had carried out any research about the use of the site, Mr O'Gara responded, Developers don't need professional advice. Property owners and developers should be allowed to make their own decisions, not faceless bureaucrats riding around on bicycles. He'd got a bargain when he bought the site, and he just wanted to get as much profit out of it as I can. City Park Superintendent Jerry Brady said the council had been inundated with objections from the public when Mr O'Gara locked the gates of the park in February of this year. Later on in the year, the dispute hotted up. I'll turn City Park into halting site. Dartmouth Square war hots up today. Leafy Dartmouth Square could be turned into a halting site, its owner threatened today. Controversial businessman Nolagar insisted that he is ready to start to allowing travellers move on to the beautiful Georgian Square in Dublin 6. Mr O'Gara today invited free parking on the site and that if he faces more opposition from the local community he would no, have no hesitation in turning it into a halting site. I'm told you don't need planning permission for a halting site. And if the locals give me enough grief I might bring in some travellers, he said. Westmead businessman Nolo Gara, who bought the square for a rumoured €8,000 rock-bottom price, was yesterday offering parking for a fee of €10 a day. Today he was offering free parking. Fuming residents and objectors flocked to the scene yesterday to block the entrance in protest, leading to a public Stanford standoff and the intervention of Gardaí. This morning, a car that had been blocking the entrance to the park was driven away by residents shortly before O'Gara's arrival at 8.25am. However, there were no takers on the free parking offer today. Green Party leader John Gormley blocked the gates with his bicycle and another resident parked her car at the entrance where her permit permitted. Meanwhile, Dublin City Council has been urged to apply for an injunction to prevent O'Gara turning the square into a commercial car park. The land is the subject of a compulsory purchase order by the council which is awaiting a decision by Lord Panala. Among the public representatives who turned up at Dartmouth Square yesterday was Justice Minister Michael McDowell, who said that if the council were granted a CPO, it should take immediate possession of the park and argue later with Mr O'Gara about its value. O'Gara claims that he does not need planning permission to invite cars to park in his land, but residents have vowed to protect what they see as their amenity. A couple of days later, Judge Frank Clark told Noel O'Gara the ban on car parking in Dartmouth Square would remain in force until next Monday, but in the meantime he would be allowed to park two cars there. So there's a judicial case and everything now over Dartmouth Square and his car park. So the case actually, the case went to the High Court. Noel O'Gara, the owner of Two Acre City Park in Dublin, has been told in the High Court that if he wants to challenge the constitutionality of the country's planning laws, he must bring appropriate legal proceedings. Mr O'Gara, who gave the court continuing undertaking not to park more than two cars in Dartmouth Square Park, was told by Juster, Mr Justice John McManaman that if he wished to judicially review the legality of the Planning Acts, he must do so in the correct form by issuing plenary proceedings. Judge McMenamin granted Mr O'Gara a week to issue the summons 
and further 14 days for service of a statement of claim against Dublin City Council. Landlord Noel O'Gara this October 2006 has rejected outright a €100,000 offer from Dublin City Council for the two acres of park at Dartmouth Square. This is like putting a gun to your head. They have CPO'd my land and are now offering €100,000. You wouldn't buy a house with that. It is effectively Dublin City Centre land at agricultural prices, Mr O'Gara claimed. I still say this is an absolute con job. I own the land. They know I bought it for 10000 but that was my good luck. The previous owner just got fed up trying to deal with the council, and when I offered him 10000 he was glad to take it. The defiant landlord maintained the council would never get possession of the two-acre square in leafy inner suburbia. They will have to look for a court order to get possession, and I will fight that. I'm relying on the constitution, which is the best in Europe. The council cannot railroad this through. And then if I win in the Supreme Court, tie the whole thing up with years of arbitration. Dublin City Council already has a High Court order permanently restraining Mr O'Gara and a company Marble and Granite Tiles Limited, of which he is director from parking more than two vehicles in the Dartmouth Square Park. Marble and Granite Tiles Limited is a registered owner of Dartmouth Park, and the court order stipulates that vehicles which have permission to park there have to be on the property of Mr. O'Gara or of the company itself. So there's quite a, a row going on. Later on, early, on, early in March 2007, controversial landlord Lone O'Gara's battle with the well-heeled residents of Dartmouth Square in Dublin 4 entered a new phase yesterday. Residents of the Leaky, Leafy Square awoke yesterday to find that the two-acre park in the middle of the square had been conver converted into an outdoor store selling marble tiles for €50 Euro per square metre. In the latest twist to a row which began when Mr O'Gara from Westmead acquired the freehold on Dartmouth Square for less than 10000 and tried to set up a car park in the Renola enclave. I'm carrying on my business as is my constitutional right. I'll be selling marble and granite tiles from here any day the weather is fine, he said. Mr O'Gara said that he had some inquiries for a product but had made no sales. He added what he really wanted was to build two blocks of modern apartments in the park up to 12 storeys high. He admitted some of the residents were angry at his new business but he said he did not believe he needed planning permission for what he says is a temporary structure. They've come up and called me names, but I don't care, he added. Months later, court orders O'Gara to stop selling tiles from Dartmouth Square. So he had been banned from selling the tiles, uh, the court order. And then there was an election in May 2007. A controversial businessman, Noel O'Gara, is to run in the election in four constituencies. The owner of Dublin Dartmouth Square yesterday said he intended to overturn our own constitutional planning laws, which are a recipe for bribery and corruption. I'm running in Roscommon because I'm from Balladrine, Longford Westmeath because I live near Athlone, in Dublin South East because I own land there, and in Leash Offaly because I'm living a couple of miles from there, he said. I'm running on one platform, reform of the planning laws. They are repressive, repugnant to our constitution, and they have stolen the real value of people's lands. The planning reform party, Nola Gara, vote number one. So he's running in four constituencies. He's running in Dublin South East, Leash Offaly, Longford Westmeath and Roscommon South Leitrim, 
all for the planning reform party and the party he has formed. So I'm lucky enough to have one of O'Gara's leaflets from the planning reform party. A vote for O'Gara will get the bureaucrats off your back. Off your back. If you live in a city or town or in your own home, if you wish to turn your front room into an office or a shop, or turn your basement into an apartment, or use your front garden as a car park, why can't you do that? Where has your freedom gone to? Why pay huge fees to get permission from planners? We will restore your stolen rights. Before 1963, Irish towns and cities were developed by landowners and builders without planning permission laws. The market dictated what was needed and builders and developers met their demand. They built towns and cities with infrastructure and character while today's planners have built monstrosities and are desperate to preserve their legacy of the past because they cannot compete with it. The planners have a legacy of incompetence. They built Ballymun and many more white elephants planned all the unfinished estates up and down the country. Quality of life was not an issue to them. The planners crammed anti-social people into their own estates and destroyed the quality of life of the majority of decent people who have to bring up their families in fear. Those people could have found rented homes in small private estates all over the place if, these, if there was no zoning. Do not be deluded by the cries of what about the common good to justify these controls. This was the catch cry of the Communist Party in Russia. Our political masters have already shunned this republic a long way down that road to instability and they've distorted the property market so much that nobody knows the value of anything anymore. The planners have polluted the water in Galway and perhaps the whole country. They've failed to provide proper roads and car parking. They pump sewage into the sea and spread it on the land at night. Our essential services are run by unaccountable bureaucrats rather than smart business people. This is the bureaucratic nightmare that the planning laws have imposed on this republic, which could have been a model for the whole of Europe. And this party is committed to reforming them as outlined. Nola Gara, if you can't give Nola Gara your number one vote, then give him your number two. Vote for the planning reform party. Restore Ireland from bureaucracy to democracy. Nola Gara, the planning reform party manifesto. The love of the land is the dearest thing to every Irish person's heart. Over 800 years of struggle for national self-determination was fundamentally a struggle for the ownership and control of the land. We actually had achieved this freedom and ownership after the Troubles when the British had given up their grip on the people and on the land of the 26-county free state. We were finally free to determine our own future with our own constitution and our own judiciary freed from the monarchy. Then in 1963, at a time of economic stagnation bordering on national bankruptcy, while our youth were leaving for the country in droves to seek work in England and America, our very own homegrown politicians stole the lands of the Free State back from the farmers and landowners when they bought the planning laws onto the statute books. These laws effectively consigned the landowner to the role of herdsman or crop grower and to being only a nominal owner or caretaker of the land. There was no referendum to the people. If a landowner wished to build a house or do any business on his own land, he would have to get permission first. And that is costly and not easy to achieve, as many an innocent person found out to his dismay. A person who cannot build on his or her own, lands, own land does not own the land. 
our politicians stole the most valuable element of the land from the Irish people and vested it in the hands of a faceless bureaucracy who now exert absolute and total control over all land use. These planning laws were unconstitutional in 1963 and were a recipe for bribery and corruption that the tribunals are revealing. They are equally unconstitutional today, and as a criticism of the Irish Republic, I assert the constitutional right of every Irish man or woman to do what they wish on their own land without having to ask for permission from bureaucrats, politicians or planners and pay them huge fees for this. This right was gained for us by generations of patriots who sacrificed everything, even their lives for us. We do, know, we do need a code of planning guidelines drawn up for developers that would ensure that a development didn't injure or obstruct other people. Guidelines such as no building closer than say 25 yards from the centre of any road, railway or canal or river, no polluting of the waterways etc. Guidelines should be on common sense matters. It was not only the landowners who were mugged by the planning laws, but the young landless Irish person who dreams of building a home for his her own family. You, whose forefathers sacrificed their liberty for the freedom of their children, have been denied the liberty to buy a small piece of this supposedly free state's land and develop your own dream house in a location of your choosing by draconian legislation of our own politicians making. Without planning laws, you could buy a small farm or an acre of land in a beautiful scenic spot of your choosing for a small money and build a house you wish to do so at a fraction of the price rather than being funneled into zoned jerry-built houses with paper-tin walls and no views of the beautiful landscapes that are reserved for the birds by the planners. There you are saddled with a mortgage on your back for your lifetime and you could have had bought an acre of land for 10 or 20,000 euros. God made a lot of land in Ireland for the Irish people, but the planners have zoned tiny portions of it to suit their purpose and to confine and control the people. Planning controls and zoning have enriched the few well-connected at the expense of the many and corrupted officialdom in the process. Now those chickens are coming home to roost in the tribunals and the courts. A vote for the Planning Reform Party is a vote for freedom. Whether you are a Fianna Fáil or a Fianna Gael loyal supporter, please face up to the fact that these once great parties have lost their way because of the planning and need to get back on track. If you can't give Noel O'Gara your number one vote, then give him your number two, because he is committed to freedom and justice for all. Freedom to the landowners means freedom to the entrepreneurs, who will identify the opportunity, buy the land and create developments that will provide the necessary service for all the people. Hospitals and all kinds of medical services will be developed by business people to cater for that market once freed from interference. Would you prefer Mary Harney to do it? Just as Mary O'Rourke put a tax on your talk and sold off your future for her political pension, freedom from bureaucracy and red tape is the aim of the planning reform party so quite a manifesto so how did the planning reform party do in that 2007 general election in dublin southeast nola gara got 27 votes in leash offley he got 45 votes in longford westmead 84 votes and in roscommon south leitrim 66 votes so not very popular. 
Then in June 2008, Dublin City Council yesterday confirmed that it is shelving plans for the compulsory purchase of Dartmouth Square, raising fears amongst residents about the future of the park. The council has been engaged in legal wrangle with controversial businessman Noel O'Gara since he purchased the Dublin Park for less than 10000 in 2005. However, with just two days to go until the deadline expires to begin the compulsory purchase order of the park, the council yesterday announced it was scrapping the plan, saying any payout to the businessman would be financially prohibitive. Mr O'Gara, who's proposed various plans for the park, including turning into a multi-storey car park and a tiled showroom, claims the two-acre site is worth €100 million. Euro. Last night, he said the compulsory purchase order was a dead duck. I'm delighted to have finally admitted they were stupid to put the CPO in it in the first place. Now I can go ahead and do what I want with it. He plans to build a six-storey car park with two storeys below ground that would be capable of accommodating 1,500 cars a day. He says he has no plans to fell the, the trees surrounding the park, which are protected by a preservation order. There would be a huge potential income in it for me, and it would be of much greater benefit to Dubliners than a couple of dozen people walking their dogs here. The people living around the square have their own gardens anyway. In a statement issued last night, the council said it was with regret that it would not proceed with the CPO to acquire the park. During the past 18 months, the City Council has held negotiations with the reputed owner of the park but has failed to reach agreement. It should be noted that the City Council remains amenable and open to holding further negotiations with Mr O'Gara to effect a reasonable settlement in order to keep the park open to the public. Local Fine Gael TD Lucinda Creighton said residents were fearful and felt let down and abandoned by the council. What has been allowed to happen in less than a year and a half is that the park has fallen into disrepair. Three of the gates are locked and there is no evidence Mr O'Gara has full title to the land which he claims to have. Residents fear that the final gate will now be locked and the park will be allowed to fall into even further disrepair. A number of people in the area other than Mr O'Gara claim to have some form of title on the park and these people need to come forward now so we can build a legal case. On the 5th of June 2009 there was a by-election in Dublin South and Noel O'Gara's and the Planning Reform Party were running. Mr O'Gara polled 172 votes in a contest won by uh, Fine Gael's George Lee. That was the last electoral outing of the Planning Reform Party and indeed Dartmouth Square Mr O'Gara's company the Marble, Tile and Granite was liquidated and in December 2012, Dartmouth Square was sold at an auction on instruction of the liquidator. A group of local residents bought the square at this auction and donated it back to Dublin City Council. Uh, Noel O'Gara protested at the sale, though the property was eventually sold to Dublin City Council for €142,000, the contribution of 30, with a contribution of 32000 from local residents. The square is now once again wholly owned by Dublin City Council. Thanks very much to, for listening. Thanks to everybody who's subscribed to the podcast, and especially those who subscribe to the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash electionnet. Thank you.